0: Hi, and welcome to my other other gig, the conversation with kindy musicians about non-kindy music. My guest today is the musician Brady Reimer, head of Brady Reimer and the Little Band That Could, as well as a uh, bassist currently in Lori Berkner's band. And so, although I say that this podcast is about um, conversations with Kindy musicians about non-Kindy music topics uh, today actually is actually going to be kind of about Kindy music, but uh, I think it'll be an interesting discussion about what it's like to have uh, uh, play music in a different way than uh, musicians are probably. A lot of the musicians I talk to are probably used to. So with that, Brady, welcome to the show.
1: Uh, Thanks. Hi, (laughs) Stefan.
0: Good. Well, so uh, before I get into the uh... main topic at hand the the question i always ask anybody whenever i talk to them for an interview like purpose is uh... what are your early musical memories earliest musical memories <laughs>
1: um, playing in the garage with my brother and uh... and and our friends back in uh... back in north new jersey we had a garage band and um, you know besides the, the school band where I, where, we, where i played the brass i played like a baritone a, a small tuba But, um, you know, my brother leaned over to the trumpet player and said, Man, you you can't play Kiss on a trumpet.
0: So, (laughs) well, uh, wait, aren't those, uh, (laughs) don't you have those string quartet tributes? Maybe they just haven't tried the the brass quintet tribute to Kiss yet.
1: Yeah, but those guys are really good. (laughs) <laughs> um, so, yeah, so sure enough, they came over and they're like, we need a guitar player. Brady, here. They threw a guitar in my hand. My mom made our outfits. Um, and, and you know, by the end of the week, we got ourselves a little rock band and it was four of us and we wrote our own songs. And, and back then it was... Um, you know, I don't know. There was just a lot more bands, and there was a lot more uh, opportunities around town to play. Like, we played play at the Wrestling Banquet. We'd play at the VFW Hall. We even played at the old Playboy Club up there for a radiothon. And, um, and you know, by the end of, I think, my freshman or sophomore year in high school, we were playing at some local bars.
0: <laughs> wow. well, and, and that's pretty much how um, From Good Homes got started, right? Yeah,
1: with uh, two of the members that were in the that um the band in high school, we continued on, you know, after college we got back together in New York and said, "Well, let's do let's try this uh, for real." And um you know, sure enough a couple couple many years later, <laughs> we got signed to RCA and we stuck together for a good 13 years, 13 14 15 year run. So, yeah.
0: And and you were uh you uh wrote the songs or or co-wrote the songs in, in in the band right
1: yeah i was one of the one of the co-writers and then there was a um another guy lead singer who who did actually did a lot a lot of the writing and then i would write some stuff and the drummer would write some stuff so but i you know i didn't have as as much of a lead role in that band as i do obviously in in my in in my uh, uh kindy band but um but we were you know we grew up together, and, and he was the only, always the lead singer in that band, and, and that's just uh, just that's that was just the dynamic of that group.
0: <laughs> so, and then um, you start, you've been playing um, music for for families for more than a decade now, right? I guess so. How did that happen? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> My son was born in '96, and. That was the first, you know, stab at it all. the The band that I was with, From Good Homes, was dis- slowly dissolving, and we had a lot of free time on my hands. and um, And I just, uh, I expressed to the uh, the saxophone player who was actually producing our records at that time and recording them. I said, you know, I just wrote these songs. I don't even know what they're about. They're like they have words like nest and home and parent, and, and you know, th- and like these these must have something to do with my, uh, you know, my son coming along. <laughs> and i said i just want to record them as a gift to my family and to my and to my boy you know so we did that in my apartment in new york city and um and you know the the band finally dissolved and it was like okay well maybe it's time for a new career
0: <laughs> so so after this so you've been you know making music sort of as as uh, as part of a uh, a band, you know, helping the, the the songwriting process, and and obviously leading your your own band, um, the the opportunity came out came about to play with Lori Berkner in the Lori Berkner band, and so you're playing bass, correct?
1: Yeah, yeah, yes. I uh, I was playing bass with From Good Homes, and um, and then I in my band I play guitar, so um, it was really nice to kind of go back to that instrument and and. And, uh, you know, jump back into that role of a band member. Um, Lori and I have known each other for a while. We we actually both uh, lived in New York City, and we'd see each other occasionally. She was gracious enough um, to uh, invite the myself and the little band to open up for a couple shows. So um, so we've known each other musically. And then with my last um, CD release, Love Me For Who I Am, I had a song on there that I, I was hearing a... a Uh, a female vocalist doing a duet and I just I just heard Lori's voice so I called her up and um, and we got together and she sang on that song and then next thing you know uh, she had me in on on her latest um, album and you get that, gas? Thanks. And, um, and then her bass player just started, you know, doing some other things and she needed a sub. And she like, calls me up and says, you know, this is kind of a crazy idea, but <laughs> would you like to just, like, you know, sub for a while and learn the show and, and jump in?
0: <laughs> and so, and what, did, what did you think when, when, when she said that? I mean... <laughs> well,
1: you know, I, like all musicians, we have a hard time saying no to anything. <laughs> Hey, you want to play at my uh, gig out in the back room for no money doing this? <laughs> you know? um, so my first thing was like, yeah, of course, you know. Um, and then I and I thought, okay, now you, you know you need to give this some some thought. And we talked about it. We were very you know careful to make sure that there was time to do um, the little band that could. And Lori was you know very concerned with that too. And um, so it just seemed to kind of work, you know, and, and kind of immediately I felt in my gut like, wow, this could be a really, really cool um, partnership. And I've always liked her music. I've always loved her. And um, and uh, just it, it, kind of the right time, too, to, to take on something like that.
0: And so what what's it been like to go back at times to you know for for lack of a better word and I'll say this uh from personal experience to second fiddle I mean I I've played in string quartets yeah. and uh you know my violin playing is is okay but typically whenever I've played in a string quartet I've played second violin and so I'm used to sort of the um the helping role the cooperative role and not necessarily the lead role and so obviously when you're playing with Lori um you know people are there to see uh Lori and, and you're you're helping out. What's that like sort of after being so long leading your own band to sort of um play second fiddle and be not the person that everybody is there to see?
1: Honestly, it's like whew, it's a big sigh of relief sometimes. Um you know, it's um I'm used to that role with From Good Home, so it's really fun to to jump in there. There there is a lot less pressure, which is which is uh, you know a welcome change. And um, there's a relationship, you know, there's a different relationship when you're playing the bass with the drums and you're and you you're doing a different thing like that. Um, and you know, mostly just the, the pressure is gone and and you can, you know, you can still offer up ideas and she's, she's very, very uh, welcoming and inclusive to everybody. She really wants input. And so, so that's good. So you still feel like you're, you know, part of the creative process and, um, and your, your, your voice is, is important, but you're not the main one out there in front. And uh, <laughs> so it's fun, you know, and you, and you get to see, you know, you look at the kids and you, and you still are, are very active uh, role, role in the show. So it's very musically satisfying and, and satisfying when you come off of the stage, you know, uh, which is kind of interesting, you know, so, so it's good.
0: I mean, what, what's it been like trying to learn another, uh, another entire back catalog? And I realize you're not sort of playing all, you know, I'm sure 75, 85 songs from, from Lori's uh, catalog. But, you know, I mean, you've got a big catalog of songs, you know, in terms of uh, the little band that could, and she's got a big catalog of songs. I mean, that's that's a lot of new music to rehearse and remember.
1: It, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, you know, she's great about rehearsals. She's, uh, you know, we, 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 uh, we, we plan a bunch before the first show. And, you know, it's just nothing like doing the work and doing it. And um, she's uh, pretty good about, you know, figuring out the show. And, and, we'll, and, we'll, and we'll stick to, to that. We won't throw any too many... Um, <laughs> Wild cards out there do although, although I think the very first show we got called on for for a surprise encore and um, and she just called a few of them off and as you know as my friend Jack Hardy would say time to earn, uh, earn uh, learn while you earn <laughs> <laughs> and you know, it's never too far from from what you're doing. You know, I mean, she plays the the pop rock, and um, and uh, I also got good at kind of looking over at a guitar and telling which chord someone's about to play by their by their hand structure. <laughs> so these are the little things you pick up.
0: <laughs> and
1: um, actually, you know, one one of the the cool challenges for this for this gig or for this new opportunity is the. Um, um, the active kind of singing and theatrical elements that are in the show that, you know, not only like, I'm like, I-, I felt good, like, okay, I got the bass part down and I'm getting the vocal thing that come a little later. And now what, I got to put a pig on my head? Or <laughs> <laughs> now I got to like wake Lori up somehow. Like I have to, uh, you know, do this little dance thing. that. Uh, and, uh- <laughs> so I think I'm finding those things to be a little bit more challenging <laughs> than the bass rips.
0: Yeah, so I mean, I, I would imagine that the type of show I, I've not uh, had the opportunity to see Laurie in in concert, and but I've seen I've seen uh, you and your band a couple times, and um, I mean, you guys, the little band that could. I mean, you're you're doing uh, I don't want to say a, a the old cliche straight ahead rock show, but I mean, you're 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 yeah. doing a you're you're in concert and you're playing your songs, and and your your songs are. Geared certainly the later songs at a slightly older age, so you might be attracting attracting a slightly older set of kids. Um, I mean, how much overlap is there between what you what you do with with your band and sort of the audience and what you're doing um, uh, with Lori?
1: Uh huh. Well, I think the couple overlaps are... Um, the music is is really rich and it's not. Um, you know we this is a cliche to say but you know with all musicians and the whole kinney thing it's not the dumbing down but i think what's more accurate is that i don't know the, the musician every musician in the band is really playing uh from the heart and playing like um meaningful stuff and working together as a band just like any band w- would work together um finding um creative solutions to the songs so even though there 's a lot of theatrical stuff going on, and even though the the, the audience is, is the age group is smaller, there is a, a big concentration and importance put on the you know the music great the singing the the, the, the rhythm and um, the drummer uses a whole bunch of triggers and really cool sounds um, so that and then I just think the, the 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 general idea of keeping the audience engaged and creating a connection with them because, I don't know, it doesn't matter how good the, the music or the show is, if you come off the stage and you feel like you haven't made a connection then it just doesn't feel uh, right. So I think those two things are, 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 are similar, you know?
0: Is, is, is that harder or easier, making a connection um, when you are uh, leading a band as opposed to you know in, in the, the situation where you are with Lori? Yeah.
1: I don't know if it's harder or not. I guess, you know, you see it from a it's it's different. You see it from a different angle. Like, I'll come I, and I think maybe it's a little bit less pressure is put on you when you're the supporting role. So maybe you're not, you know, analyzing every second or trying to micromanage every second. You you feel like, you know what? I I trust the driver of this train, you know, and she's going to take us and 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 I have a second to look around and see what the audience is doing and and, and see that moment and and so so that's actually taught me, uh, you know, in terms of being the front guy to, you know, relax a little bit more and just, um, you know, uh, trust that that the connection is there, you know.
0: Well, and that was, that leads up to another question I wanted to ask, which is sort of what have you Started to try to weave into your uh, into the gigs with the little band uh, that could that you might have picked up in terms of from playing with Lori, either you know from Lori herself or just the opportunity to to play uh, bass and not be the, the the lead person up on stage.
1: Yeah, um, well, one thing that you know sometimes as a uh, a restless <laughs> musician you. I, I do. I, I like to try to throw in some some new stuff and some different stuff here and there. And sometimes that's that's good. But also, you know, as I see from these shows or or I'm reminded again from playing with Lori, is that people also wanna come out and really hear the songs that they know and they love. You know, it's their one opportunity to for you to come to Columbus, Ohio in, in two years or whatever, and they wanna they really wanna um you know, raise their voice with those songs that that they know and they love. So I I I, I don't give up on the hits as much. <laughs> um, and also, uh, there's a, a few little fun little things that that she does. Like she she gets the band out to the front of the stage and she has one of her crew come out and then take a picture of everybody in the hall and then she posts it on Facebook so you can go and you can tag yourself that you were there. Um, little things like that. Actually, I guess most of the stuff is is um, seen how she um, she connects with her fans and really uh, holds that as a sacred thing like this is this is this is the key and there 's a beautiful little meet and greet that she does after every show and sometimes we're there for an hour and a half but just to see these families and these kids get a chance to you know have that one-on-one connection with her um, really you know tells you teach you don't take this for granted you know Um, you're part of their lives and the music that you're making is part of them growing up and 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 you're sharing something with them and um, know, the show is great to have that but also nice to 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 have another kind of connection as well
0: are you um working on your own material now i mean so I, you know you've obviously been uh, playing with lori for you know a good part of this this year and um, uh, are you uh, starting to work on your own material i mean i you just put out a live e p uh... that was recorded a, a couple years ago are you are you working on new material
1: yeah we um, i've been actually I have a i have a whole group of group of songs that's ready to be recorded that we've been playing playing live and um, and just have to you know, start thinking about how to hopefully approach that by by the end of the summer or the fall, and 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 get it out in 2014.
0: <laughs> it's hard to imagine. Hard to think about that kind of date, isn't it?
1: <laughs> I know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I've had these songs around for a while, and uh, I, I think it's a nice new batch, and it's um, it'd be kind of like a. a f- a, a return back to recording with the little band that could and um, similar to that that two thousand and ten or, or nine record that was um, nominated for the Grammy um, and it 's been great to be able to just go out and play them live because I think um, I think it 's going to bring a bring a, a different kind of excitement and dynamic to the to the studio process and the recording
0: cool and um, one other question I wanted to ask, which. Uh, <laughs> I'd like to ask on these discussions where I'm talking with uh, people because the concept, uh, of course, of this uh, show is that it's uh, my other other gig. And so you've got the people and you sort of actually sort of fit very closely. It's the people who (laughs) uh, made music for adults and then shifted into making music. For kids sometimes simultaneously and then they've got some a, a third thing going on and so i'm curious anyway, how wait, let
1: me say and there's one more, and there's the fourth thing which is the 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 rock band from good homes after 10 years of being apart we got back together and now now we're fitting that in as well
0: <laughs> yeah so you guys are playing gigs I, I i don't know are you gonna are you gonna come back and and re-record uh not re-record record a new album now
1: that's what we need to do it's just really really hard to find the you know the time and everybody's crazy busy but that's you know to survive a a, uh, a revival like this you know you really kinda do need to get something new out there so that'll be interesting hopefully we can
0: yeah and so that was actually the the other question sort of like musicians lead complicated lives as the <laughs> new yorker uh... famously uh... said and still says um, they also lead very busy lives with many strands in terms of uh, ways they spend their time and, 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 and make a living and so how do you keep track and keep a handle on all these many different gigs and opportunities that you have going on I mean how do you stay on top of it all
1: well um I've um a few years back my wife Bridget. Um, start, we started working together and that was an enormous help. Um, not only was she able to, you know, help, you know, manage what, what is coming our way. She was able to go out and, um, able to find, um, some new strands, you know, some new avenues to pursue. And, um, and otherwise, you know, I, yeah, I, I don't know. just, uh, Try to find some good good people to work with. We have a great booking agent and like I said, working with my wife and um we have a great publicist when 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 a record comes out and um and then I think a lot of it's just um uh, I mean besides the nuts and bolts organizing, it's just intuition about you know what to what to kinda do now and what what feels right. And um like when the call from Lori came, I would have never guessed that this could turn into what it is, but it just felt right and um and so, you know, hopefully, hopefully, you, you know, you're in touch with that.
0: Yeah, no, I guess the, the importance of, of knowing, knowing yourself and knowing when to say no, even though, as you said, musicians have a hard time saying no to anything and when, <laughs> and when to say yes, or at least, you know, being able to sort of be flexible enough to be able to say yes when interesting opportunities come along.
1: Yeah. And I think that you learn that. I mean, I mean, I think like I I tell this story, like, you know, when I right when I got into kids music from the the touring and, and, you know, like I said, traded the tour bus for the crosstown bus in New York City. But I, I made it a point because I didn't really know what this world was about to not to just take every opportunity i had just to see you know i mean i might like playing at birthday parties i might like playing at daycare centers i might like playing here or there i didn't know you know so i so then you you do learn <laughs> about where you fit and what's uh what's good what's a you know what's a good gig and what's not and what's uh, a good good use of your time and and that's just just by doing you know
0: Great. Okay, so Brady, why don't you yeah. tell me uh, and tell our listeners uh, when you'll be appearing next with Lori and the Lori Berkner Band and when you'll be appearing next uh, fronting the little band that could or uh, some variation thereof.
1: All right, cool. Uh, I'm, I'm squinting over the, across my room at the calendar because, let me see, what's the date today? Here, give me one second. I'll find this real quick. Uh... There we go. Okay. (laughs) June 22nd, Saturday, uh, I'll be playing with Lori in Detroit at the Recess Music Festival. Okay. Or it's outside Detroit. I think Rochester Hills. And um, that's a great bill. It has Dan Zanes. It has Ralph Colbert. Um, I forget. Oh, it has, uh, I think, the Verve Pipe as well. Um, so that's a nice little festival in, um, in Michigan, um, next, next weekend. The little band that could is actually playing this week, Thursday in New York city at Washington market park. It's a really nice series that they do down in Tribeca. It's a free show, six, six o'clock, um, and then other other than that you know, the the summers are real real local for us which is which is fun we're We're doing like uh the we play the Fourth of July ceremony over in Riverhead. we just play until we hear a lot of boom and firefighters <laughs> go off and um we play uh the library a lot of local libraries it's a real nice time to uh touch base with our uh with our local fan, fan fans you know. But I think I think Lori's also planning to do um, another. Um, she put out a holiday record last year, and this year we're also going to start doing that holiday show as well. Come the uh, you know the the, the fall and, mm-hmm. and into the early winter. So keep keep an eye out for that because that should be a, that's a really really nice show. And you know what? Actually, we might get to Tucson, Arizona. I, I got an email. Um, from our booking agent, that the little band might come out there. So I'll keep you posted if we do. Oh, great,
0: great, <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Okay, well, Brady, Brady Reimer, thank you so very much for uh, joining me on the show today. It was great talking to you, uh, and uh, be sure to check out both his band, Little uh, Brady Reimer, and the Little Band That Could, as well as uh, him playing with Lor- the Lori Berkner Band. Uh, listeners, thank you for tuning in as always. Uh, if you have any questions, please feel free to shoot me an email at zooglobal at earthlink.net. And if you uh, re- download this through iTunes, please feel free to rate and record. Thanks for listening in. Thank you, Brady.
1: <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. And,
0: and we'll talk to you all soon. Bye. Okay.